1: fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com
2: This is Paul Hawksby Andy, Andy Jacobs. And it's the H&J Daily thanks for downloading us. Yeah, back in the studio after the excesses of Cheltenham last week. And bit of a Cheltenham catch up. Yeah, 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 we did a little bit of that. Uh, we're also joined by Paul Carrot, the, uh, the fantastic singer and musician and songwriter. Yeah. Uh, also, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did, yeah. Covered some ground, and I, I, yeah, I auditioned you for some voiceover work. That's very true. That's good. So that went well. And of course, don't ask me. Yeah, don't ask me. Was back. So uh, here it all is. Gab Cancello's been in touch. He oh, said surprised you have Andy on today following his simply astonishing performance in yesterday's Sturmey Archers in the warm-up. Who knew that underneath that angry persona lay the soul of one of the <laughs> finest actors of his generation? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis has postponed his comeback. Maybe you'll yes. go down the same route as him and take up cobbling.
3: Now, it, honestly, it went down
2: a storm. The listeners normally are quite critical of the Sturmey Archers yeah. but they seem to be
3: <laughs> overwhelmed with my acting. So I sent uh, Max a text saying, uh, I'm the Olivia Colman yeah. of Talksport and I look forward to Making my acceptance speech at the Radio Awards. Beautiful. Same. Now,
2: um, I thought I was getting a bit carried away. It's the it's the soap opera, really. It's the it's the everyday story of cycling, folk. The Sturmey Archer's on the oh, yeah. warm-up, yeah, it is, yeah. and. Uh, you had about three minutes worth of material that you recorded while we were at Cheltenham. And myself and the producer, yeah. we'll be able to say in years to come, we were there when you recorded it. <laughs> I think they were quite taken with your kind of um, yeah. Tony Soprano. We could, play it, we
3: could find it and play so it. Let's play a bit. Let's just play that bit. Just, the, just, the, just the, the De Niro yeah. part, I think, yeah. rather. So, um, so we'll, we'll play a little bit of that section. later on. Okay, later. so
2: the we, heck we're talking about, if you can yeah. see. Uh, so. Listen to the sports bias. That, uh, not the sports bar, the, uh, the, the warm-up. Sorry, Andy, uh,
3: Well, I, I settled down to watch uh, Chelsea uh, yesterday afternoon with no expectation whatsoever, mm. other than it was going to be a sort of quite dull game because most of the games involving Chelsea are. And uh, But that was one of their more idiotic performances in a really idiotic season. You had 89% possession in the yeah. first half. I know. It's ridiculous. The, uh, honestly, the number of times I've come on after varying degrees of sort of ridiculous performance, mm. apparently it's great for the ratings. So uh, Okay, <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but not great for my health. (laughs) Honestly The finishing is so poor No wonder they've hit the woodwork A league high 20 times I mean if half of those had gone in
2: Everyone thinks Sari was a genius. What more could um, he have done, uh, well, the know. manager or the owners, than bring in someone like Iguain in January? You've got you've got a kind of proven European striker there. So why yeah, is he not scoring thing. goals? He
3: well, he is scoring the odd goal, but he's missing a he's missing a lot. Pedro yesterday missed three good chances. Chelsea should have been fawning up the yeah. time. I've seen that game so much this season, where they either Chelsea's games either go. They, they should be 3-0 up, and then they give away a goal and they're chasing the game. Or they're rubbish, and they sh- but they give away a goal and they're chasing the game. Or they get ahead, but like against Fulham, they're sort of desperately hanging on. And so He was bolder little... in the substitution yesterday, wasn't he? A little bit bolder. This is his but new... why, did
2: he, why didn't he? he leave Giroud on with Higuain? When you put two strikers on and oh, go for it? No
3: idea, because he just wouldn't do that. And I think he'll argue that Higuain was been ill and he wasn't up to playing 90 minutes. But the, the worst... I've worked this out. The worst player mm-hmm. in Canty's system... A, a, Sorry, in system is cancer. Okay, yeah. It is. He can't play. He's not precise enough in his touch, which is fine if you're breaking play up and just knocking it five yards. But if you're having to... Chelsea's play is so intricate. It's so, you know, it's so easy for it to break down. Mm. And it often breaks down with him, so, you know... Because well, he's not a good play? enough footballer, yeah. do you think? I don't think so. Not in that position. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, but, you know, it's now down to the Europa League, I think, and that's it. And uh, well, think, well, a bit early to say that. Well, you know, they have to put together a run that they don't show, like, you know... you're well, basically... Taken one point out of the last two games against yeah, Wolves and Everton, you know that's not a form to finish in the top. Teams, team, teams can turn that around. Yeah, I suppose so. you know. You got to keep the faith, Andy. I, I'm yeah. having to at the moment. I'm funny though, when the <laughs> commentator says this it's a signpost win for Everton. You think, well, he isn't really, is it? They're playing Chelsea because so flaky! It's unbelievable. <laughs> They'll probably do what Bournemouth did. That was a signpost win for them yeah. when they beat us four 0 and then they lost every game like the next ten games. Uh, uh, Burnley
2: signpost win for them beating Spurs. They haven't won since. Haven't <laughs> No, this is it. Ooh. Anyway, we should move on. And yeah.
3: uh, you mentioned Diego Maradona there, and he's discovered that he's got a son in Cuba called Harold. Well, he's, dis- he's discovered he's got about four k- kids in Cuba he never knew yeah, about. But one of them's called Harold. Yeah, Harold Maradona. It's a very odd name combination, it isn't it? Is? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, do you know a Bert Murriethran? Of course or, they don't. Or a Jim Messi. <laughs>
2: you might do. You'd often say something. Do you know a Lionel
3: Messi? Because that's a fairly well, ridiculous so, name a, a combination. Yeah, very true. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I don't think we'll get a lot out of that. Well, then you're going to get many burnt neurolythrons. How many? Oh, look, the phones <laughs> have gone mad. <laughs> Beamirillithrin, <laughs> crew. Yeah. Seems unlikely. Uh, I have got TV formats for
2: Stevenage winger Elias Chair. I think we did him. Did we, we do I him? I think we did him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought we did I the other we was week. Mad. Yeah, didn't we, yeah, we did, week. and you were on as well. It's not like it's not even a show you missed. It's a show you were on for. It's great, isn't it? It's a new thing. Yeah. I'll just say this: Has Steve Splatters arrived yet? No. He, <laughs> that's one of the best names. We're not doing TV formats for him because <laughs> no. that's asking
3: for trouble. We should just wrap up, children. Mm. Say, John, our producer, John Cattigan finally won a bet in the very last race of the meeting, while yeah. we were on the train. Yeah. He had to be forced virtually to go win rather than each Please way. Please gamble responsibly. Absolutely. But yeah. I mean, he, was only, he only had a fiver left. So he said, well, look, if it's only a fiver, you're going to lose mm. it. You might as well go win. And it
2: won. It did, yeah. Thanks to Andy Smart, early doors in the in the last at Cheltenham. So he got mm. he got he clawed back most of his dif- his <laughs> losses. Got about twenty quid back. And uh, had one last uh,
3: dig at of Captain officious uh, with wristband gate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just said to him on the way out, I said to him, "Don't need a wristband to get out." And I thought. oh like that just got it in yeah, there
2: yeah you needed to be listening yeah. last week though about that will make something sense. new got all
4: these new listeners that didn't listen last week <clears throat>
2: oh they're, they're joining us all the time <laughs> oh, they? oh yeah they're, they're really just, they're, delighted they're joining us all the time
4: <laughs> the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast
2: new album these days in the cold light of day is the track and paul makes a welcome return good to see you, uh, nice to
4: see you too
2: in this posh place. Here, yeah it's lovely. not so bad I mean, is it quite rather uh rather nice. slick <laughs> so <laughs> um you, you, you could see, have brought the band in we've got enough room you have got <laughs> enough room we could have set up going. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you're a man who seems to love touring often look through the old sunday sups and there you are yeah. you're, you're on the road and so you, you you you're
4: something you still enjoy oh absolutely yeah i mean we just uh Coming to the end of a thirty date tour. Hmm. We've got three dates left at the weekend. And uh it's been fantastic. Really, really good tour. Yeah. yeah. So
2: and the and the album is it it's a kind of new stuff or
4: mixed Yeah, it's all new stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's eleven new songs. Um six I wrote by myself and five I co wrote with Chris Difford. Oh from wow. squeeze, oh, yeah. 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 It's it's a great album. Seventeenth <laughs> album. That's is 17th it really? Oh right. my god. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a double edged Sword, really, isn't it? Because he says 17 albums, and then somebody says, oh, well, I've never yeah. heard of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when, you, when you're writing with Christopher, yeah. is that two
2: of you in a room with guitars? or you yeah.
4: Kind of Yeah. Usually. I mean, um, there's no set way of doing it, but it, it, it's quick. Yeah. That's the great thing about writing with Chris. He's really a, a lyric guy, and, and I'm more music, you know, so um, uh, it comes together pretty quickly.
2: And will someone say it'll just be, you'll be playing, you'll be playing something, and he may just, will have depends. a lyric in
4: mind? It, it, it can be any number of ways of doing it, but uh, it can be a title, and, you know, and I'll kick it off, and I'll just start chirping away. And uh, he immediately starts writing lyrics, which is fantastic. For me, it's usually like, a bit like pulling teeth, yeah. the lyrical side of things. I get there in the end, but, um, and he, but he's also got another angle outlook on life. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm strictly moon in June, lovey-dovey stuff, but Chris <laughs> has, has another angle, you know. You,
2: you've probably answered this a million times, you've probably told us, but I, I'll ask again for the listeners. Okay. How did you, I mean, because uh, 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 different and Tilbrook, they would sing all the squeeze
4: songs effectively,
2: yes. but you sing on Tempted, although yes. although Glenn does as well. Yeah. So how did that come about? How did you end up singing well, on Tempted? Well, I mean,
4: I, I I was there as a keyboard player. Yeah. I mean, I, I joined a couple of weeks before we started recording the album East Side Story Jules Holland had left the band and I came in as keyboards and we were just messing around one day with that song uh, Tempted great song by yeah. the way and um, they'd already re- recorded a different version altogether, but we started doing it in that sort of soul kind of groove and, and Elvis Costello was producing the mm. album because e. he, has, he has a line on it himself he we got in on it definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he came running into the studio and said you know this is let's put it down like this, but, you know, Paul, you should sing it. Wow. So that was... Uh, they weren't precious about struggling. it, clearly. Well, obviously not. I mean, uh, I think I would have been if I'd have written that <laughs> song. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to sing it, but, no, they were great. Um, it was a bit funny because it was a bit of a breakthrough single for them in the States. Yeah. But, um, no, they were, they were fantastic about it, yeah.
3: What about how long? Because, I mean, yeah. that is a classic song, isn't it? And is it still a bit of a pension for you, a bit of an
4: earner? It might have been <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have my head screwed on, but oh, I see. it's <laughs> one of them. It's still been okay, but, you know, if I knew then what I knew now. It must get played a lot still. It already. still does get yeah, played all the time. It's a song, absolutely. I mean, we still do it. I, I, it may, mm. never ceases to amaze me, actually, because it's a very simple song. Yeah. It's just mm. got a bit of a, a strong hook, mm. and... Uh, Caught the imagination.
2: It became a. I used to, I played in various sort of sort of pub bands over the years. It was a. It was a staple of uh, yeah. the bands I played you in. You were the, the bass player play. by any chance? No, I was you? keyboard player. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, So, uh, yeah. Yeah. so I, I played that. I played it a million times. he could be yeah. on your <laughs> next album. Bro. Yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye. Yeah. Now,
3: of course, in, at one time our lives crossed. I think we may have talked about this on the show before. Where yeah. I was in menswear and you used to come into the not show. Not the band. Yeah. We pointed out, <laughs> and he was not in the band. He was not that kind of. I want to measure your inside leg uh, every time you come in. <laughs>
2: not right now. I'm, not. I'm surprised he comes in. And he says, That's a nice jacket. i have got, got a nice pair of trousers to go with.
4: <laughs> do, you, do you remember him giving the hard sell when he had his? I shot? do, actually, I remember it. it was up in uh, Turnham Green, the wasn't it? Richard. Yeah, Chiswick, yeah. yeah. I used to live in Shepherd's Bush quite and uh, yeah, yeah I bought a few one. items. Yeah, we've yeah. got quite a few people
3: from the world of music. Really? Yeah, yeah you did, that's right. Did you get Nick Loyne there? Uh, I don't remember. Is he, he, he lived on Oh, he might have done, yeah. 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 So, oh, Miss uh, Diane, the woman who played Miss Diane from Crossroads. So,
2: so they were, <laughs> Miss Diane and Paul were your two <laughs> big celebrity customers, were they? <laughs>
4: so where can we see these last few dates, Paul, well, if it's, you want uh, to come Middlesbrough, on? Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough Town Hall. Yeah. Um, Harrogate. I'm not sure the name of the venue there. A convention Centre. I've you. got it here. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the we Lowry. Fin- we finish up at the Lowry, yeah. which is a nice place to finish up. Very uh,
2: nice. We've had no chef web Doing chat. We can do it now. Oh,
3: How okay. big a
4: band do you take out, by the way? We're, we're could... seven, oh, okay. including uh, including myself. We have, uh, uh, and my son is in the band as well. Oh, that is good. It's uh, it's a good old racket. Yeah. yeah. It's been a fant. Like I say, it's been a great, great tour. We've had uh, great audiences, and managed to stay away from all the coughs and colds and all that, which is. Uh, Major. Efforts
2: when you're on the road. Is that an <laughs> yeah. issue on the road then? Because once one, one, one well, person gets hit, the lot well, gets it. you remember. You remember yes.
4: Seal when he came
2: in to see us, how worried he was. Yeah, getting yeah. he? Yeah. He had his man gel him. <laughs> he, <had> that, <laughs> he he, did, was about, he, he said, just said, went gel me. Like said, I, he no. said, I've got some big gigs <laughs> coming up, so I'm sorry, boys. I just yeah. have to make. And he had the old hand well, gel. You know,
4: turn into Howard Hughes because of <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> death. You
2: know. yeah. Now, it's very timely you come in today, Paul, because you're a Sheffield Wednesday fan. And I was saying to Andy this morning, what a job Steve Bruce is doing. You're. It's always
4: the team. Well. Oh, team up on the rails for the playoffs. is what it? they say. I'm not even getting the slide rule out yet. I'm just <laughs> letting it happen, and we'll see see what happens. I'm just glad because I mean, before Christmas, yeah. honestly, we were I staring know. at relegation. Yeah, he's done a ten good games
2: unbeaten, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, he's well I think envelope, it's okay.
4: one in fifteen. Right, we that's amazing. It's very, very
2: good. What's, what's he done? I mean, have you been able I to with
4: I don't know. Keep... I'm, I'm not privy. I don't have any inside <laughs> track, but, uh, I, you know, only the rumours and the usual fan sites, but uh, it had definitely gone pear-shaped um, with the the, the other fellow, uh, Josh uh, Lehukay. Yeah. He was, he was struggling. Cliff
2: Claven from Cheers, I always felt. <laughs> he looked too much
4: like Cliff from Cheers, <laughs> Not you know. quite as cheerful. No, that's no. where you're
2: wrong. <laughs> no, I think Steve Bruce
3: has got experience. He just knows how to... Get a team out of that position. We
4: just can't believe he he came actually because the 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 talk of the financial fair play and what a, we were in trouble and this that and the other. We we fully expected another sort of left field guy that we'd never heard of yeah, yeah. getting the job. But uh, we we're, I think most people are absolutely delighted to, that he's come on and Fantastic. he just speaks normal. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. Now he's—he's—it I mean, was, was a safe pair of hands, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad he's chuffing him really. Yeah, he had a tough time personally in the last year or so. this losing both his folks. That's really good that yeah he's got uh, he's he's doing so well at Wednesday. Yeah. So um and the album, Paul. Uh, oh, these thanks. Days. I thought you
4: were going to say and the blades. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no, no, no the and blades. blades. We're, the actually, we're keeping off them. We're doing you <laughs> a favour because they are looking rather good, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I have to grudgingly respect that they're doing very. good. And we've got a blade in the in the band. so We have to keep it pretty civil oh, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the uh, album out now these days is, yes. is available now Fantastic. yeah
4: not doing bad i mean we, we haven't had the same kind of mainstream radio we've had in the past but the spotify numbers been mad i mean it's like a million streams a month wow right? nice. that's good it doesn't mean a lot in terms of money i don't think but yeah. it's at least it means people are interested you know and people are listening to it yeah, yeah. Definitely. Lovely to see you, Paul. Thank you. Uh, all the very best. Thanks very much for coming Pleasure. in. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
0: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is
4: The Hawksby and Jacob's Daily Podcast. I've got some
2: work for you. I've got some work for you. Do you fancy doing a bit of voiceover? Well, I know you're the voice of asbestos. Well, I was. was, Uh, This is because, actually, it's caused a bit of a stir because Virgin Trains have got a competition going uh, Mm. to have the unpaid voice of their talking toilets. Really? They're looking, basically, and I immediately thought of you, the voice of a talking toilet. I I think I could be doing a talking toilet. But uh, Equity aren't happy. They've said it's a slap in the face for a proper voiceover artist. It's Mm. not a hobby anyone can do. And Virgin has said this is a competition not a job, so it's all been kicking off. Uh, the the competition is being judged by no lesser person than Dean Gaffney, off East Enders. <laughs> a man who's never done a vo- well.
3: I don't say never done. But he's, he's done, done he? He's
2: probably done loads of voiceovers. He's not famous for his voiceovers. War of the Worlds. That was awesome. that was awesome. Worlds, <laughs> but not. I get those two mixed up. It could so, be me after my acting on the Sturmey arches Well, off the back of that, so I just need you to say a couple of phrases, and I'm oh, going to yeah, okay. I'm going to uh, drop these into um, okay, yeah. drop these into uh, Virgin Train, see if you get. The gig. Mm. So, can you just say in your best voiceover uh, voice, please lock the door. Please lock the door. It's quite good, isn't it? Not really. If you do, just, can, I have a, can I just have one more, please? Just one more. Please. I mean, you're a talking toilet. Please lock the door. Please lock the door. Oh, that's a bit insistent, <laughs> well, I'm isn't it? it? a bit. So, you know, I don't need oh, this door right, Yeah. A bit of and this could be quite soothing. You're in a, a moving toilet, basically. Please up the door. That's better. That's nice. Third time lucky. See if we can do this one take wonder. Now wash your hands. Now wash your hands. That's nice. I think you're on a groove now. (laughs) Uh, Try this one. I'd give it five minutes if he no, won't do that one. And is, this is where all the big. No, he can't do that one either. No. So, anyway, that's, that's a start. I'll tell you what, that's a good idea. The Sturmy the people loved your appearance in Yesterday's Sturmy Arches mm-hmm. as a kind of um, a sort of De Niro character. You I were think playing, it was you were a playing, scene from Heat. It was a scene from Heat. So, maybe try Please Lock the Door as, uh, in your kind of gangster <laughs> voice. Do you want to try that? Please Lock the Door. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's, that's nice yeah. <laughs> Please lock the door.
3: <laughs> don't forget to flush yeah. after use.
2: Uh, now wash your hands. We have one of those. Is, um... I, I think I'd have to hear that. I don't know how I did. Oh, that you're getting very, <laughs> getting very precious. very
3: precious. <laughs> I think you want to, We've got the other one. The real thing. Okay, this is. And
2: his yeah. fantastic acting performance he did as a you kind of wise guy. Even, I it was go good. on, then.
3: I do what I do. I take scores. You do what you do best try to stop guys like me so you never wanted a regular type life what the hell is that barbecues and ball games yeah this regular type life like your life my life nah my life my life's a disaster zone i got a stepdaughter so messed up because her real father is this large type weapon i got a wife we're passing each other on the down slope of a marriage my third because I spend all my time chasing right. guys like you around the block. You're listening to that's Talk Sport. A guy told me one time, don't get yourself attached to anything you can't walk out on in 30 seconds.
2: That's good, Andy. You feel the yeah. heat the corner. Yeah, yeah, you, you get do. the idea. Say um, than Barry, what really, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. What about really, please lock Jackson's the door thing. in your wise guy? Please, please lock the door. That's fantastic. That's, <laughs> that's what they want. Virgin, they'll be on the train later like, On the uh, on the phone. They'll be on the train, of course. I'm,
3: uh, anyway, moving on, I'm very excited, actually, because... I see a new TV... Show coming on because shepherds are experimenting using drones really instead to control the sheep instead of sheep dogs. One man in these drones is not quite as romantic, is <laughs> it? Really? <laughs> well, see, come purpose, by, come by involved in that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, I've got bad news, Andy. The art of flute making is dying out in Britain. <laughs> is it really? Maybe one from Rizzo O'Sari. <laughs> Maybe you can talk him into that. The Heritage Crafts Association have said people aren't making flutes well, anymore. People probably aren't playing them particularly either, are they? Not as pop as it used to be. Well, I wouldn't have thought so. Not well, since okay. Jethro Tull and James Galway. Nice. The only two flute players I can think of. <laughs> Top of your head, that's not bad. Not too bad. Really, that's though. not bad. Anyway, um, and, oh yeah. Soon to be talking out of a toilet near you, Andy Jacobs, <laughs> uh, as a wise guy. The Hawksby
4: and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport.
2: questions uh, from last week. Yeah, I can hardly really. remember any of it. I'll no. start with a nice easy one. Our producer finally got a winner with uh, early doors in the very last race at Cheltenham, his only winner of the mm. week. And what were the odds? <laughs> Good Lord. Well, Be you remember, serious? I thought you'd do, you do the basic maths, remember he uh, had a fiver on it and he yeah. got 30 quid back. I think it was like... Come on, if I've just give you the answer. Fiver on. on it, he got 30 quid back. <laughs> he wasn't listening. State five, <laughs> five to one. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I did like put that on a plate somewhat. Well, uh, I can remember. Ian Holloway was here earlier on with fine shift with uh, Jim. He was with us at Cheltenham last Thursday. Yeah. And in the last half hour of the show he joined forces with another former professional footballer and had a bit of a chat. Who was the player? Oh, Don Goodman. Don Goodman. Well done. I nearly said Birch. Eh? Okay, well that was close. Um, uh, we spoke to Andy Good, the former England flyer half. Um, what do we start the conversation with? Which route did we go down? <laughs> Would you mind moving off? That no, wasn't that one. <laughs> no,
3: that, not that bit of the conversation. Uh, what do
2: we start we talking... We start in a fairly unlikely way, a contentious way. What? Not contentious, because he was quite... Didn't we talk, talk about
3: um, rugby connections to racing and Mumbeg Jude and all that?
2: No, we spoke about the fact he'd, uh he'd had a hair transplant. Oh, OK. Yeah? Oh, do you remember that? <laughs> no, not at all. Slightly zoned out. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> uh, on two... (laughs) The the first tip that Paul Jacobs gave us, uh, the top tipster, um, on the Tuesday, romped home at sixteen to one. What was the name of the horse? It was an animal was in the name. Bear. Yeah. Bear the. Bear the what? Bear bear to dream. Bear. No, bear to dream. Bear to, uh, beware the bear. Beware the bear. <laughs> and uh, and we talked about the post World Cup baby booming England yeah. with uh, Catherine Hales. What's Catherine Hales' from what organisation? Radical Midwives? Radical Midwives. So you can remember that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know how. Oh, well, there you go. There we are. The random nature of don't ask me. That's the one I thought you wouldn't get right. But anyway, we're back uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you then. You've been listening to the Hawksby
4: and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport.
2: There we are. That was this afternoon show. Very very good m- memory there for the radical midwives, what a fine band they Shame were. The of- yeah, all well, the rest of it was a bit of a disaster. <laughs> of I think Andy, yeah, you're off Andy Good's Christmas card list. But anyway, uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Anyway. Thanks for downloading us.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well?